So the batch that got drowned, all right, this batch that got drowned, they died in the flood. But when they died in the flood, now hell was created for man. The lake of fire is created for Lucifer. Water is one of the prisons of hell. It's called the abusos, the deep, the abusos. It is actually the beginning of the Mohorovisic discontinuity, which is the bottomless pit. <laughs> Mohorovisic discontinuity is in geography. You check it, the geology. It's actually believed to be between the earth crust and the earth core. It's a spinning range. It has no end. You can spin them. It's called the bottomless pit. It shall be opened in one day when Lucifer is cast there for a thousand years. Now, what happens is this. Now, in that whole process, something interesting goes on. <coughs> something very, very interesting goes on. Now, when Lucifer realized that this thing was not helping what he wanted to do, he decided now that if I will not get man to corrupt his stock, and what, so he started creating races. So the last batch of the giants were the nine feet, eight feet ones, Goliath and his brothers. So what God did was this. He used flood, but he told Noah that from today I will not destroy the earth of flood again. Then he started raising men to fight the giants. He started raising men to fight the giants. Go and check your Bible. You see a certain group of families that contain giants. Zamzumims, Hittites, Jebusites, Canaanites. They were all giants. Every race you had God with an ite. Amalekites. In fact, the Amalekites name means wipe out and licking the bowl clean. That's the meaning of Amalekites. So when they, that's why God told them that the way they deal with you, deal with them too. So Saul, kill everybody including animals. The way their name is, wipe them out like that. So people go like, oh God is a wicked God. No, you don't know who he's killing. They were giants. And these were the giants who had eaten human beings. And the Bible said the blood of these men had cried to God for vengeance. When God to a point, the Bible said they were eating produce. It was not enough. They started eating animals raw. Then they started eating men. So the Bible said the nations, you go to Genesis 6 when it talks about the giants, their people's blood were crying. And the problem with the giants was that when they died, like I said, hell was created for men. Hell was created. It was created for men. That's the dustbin. Lake of fire is the trash can. That's what's created for Lucifer. They don't like water because that was their first prison. The Holy Ghost brooded. The word brooded is garrison, like a police officer. Because they were in that water. He was watching over that water. But the more he brooded, the more they were uncomfortable. So they fled to the sky, permanent. That's why if you check the Bible, when he was refurbishing the earth, he separated the waters. There was one thing he never called good, the permanent. Because demons were in it. They were in the heavenly places. So he couldn't call that place good. Check the Bible. Everything was good. The heaven, good. Light, good. But he said he separated the permanent. Evening, morning. It's the third day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good because God is not in it. Demons are there. And I start to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Are you here? Yeah. Right. So, when these giants died, there was a problem. 
they could neither go to hell or to water because they are neither angels nor men. It's a hybrid. So now they became floating spirits. That is why most demonic encounters releases unusual strength to the most cronious person because it's a giant spirit. The person becomes ten times stronger. Yet it's as a small frame because it's a giant. And Bible said they have been in a body before. Angels have never been in a human body before. Angels cannot possess you. Because they, are, they have their own body. So what is possessing you is falling seeds of angels and men called giants. They possess a man. And the man becomes very strong. He said he was in the catatombs. And he broke the chains. Mark chapter 5. And he was breaking the chains. So I wonder why he was still there. So the chains was not his prison. It was the tomb that was his prison. Because Bible said when they changed him, he broke it. So he was already free from chains. It was the tombs that kept him there. And there were many. They said, well, name is Legion. Do you remember when he casted out the demons? They said, please, don't cast us into the swine. He said, we beg you. Because then, as soon as they entered the swine, they entered into water. Because that's their prison. He said, when the evil spirit leaves you, he goes about into dry places. Not wet places, dry places. Demons don't like dry places, don't like wet places. Falling angels don't have a problem with wet places. Hell has compartments. Heaven has compartments. We'll go there. We'll touch on it. We have turtle. We have behena. Yes, we have a lot of things to share. But we have, we have, to, we have to understand the heavenly structure. So we, are, we, understand what it, we understand what it means to submit. And the spiritual dynamics to submission. And the drink of submission. There is a drink to drink to be able to submit. Submission is not being a fool for another person. It's for the sake of the angels and demons not to have a voice. Tell him. Tell him. Because anytime you rebel, you remind the demons, the angels, of what Lucifer did. I said they can't wait. Anytime you rebel or you are opposing your leader, ah, angels can't work again. Because you are reminding them of what Lucifer did in heaven. Yeah, you are not friends again. So submission. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that shocks, shocks angels is for a man to say, I'm equal with you, but I choose to say, thank you, sir. I respect you, sir. Angels are shocked. Because they didn't see that in their time. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, the Bible you have in front of you has so many things. So many, so many. You can come from historical reference. You can come from. In fact, I, I don't. The Bible described the earth as round when Plato and Aristotle said it was flat. It described gravity before they all discovered that. It's the most scientific book you can ever find, I'm telling you. So, so serious. But sometimes we read it with English and we are in a hurry to go, so we don't see things we should see. Once upon a time, when Nimrod decided to create a city of his own, he was always going against what God had asked him to do. Because God had a plan. Now I'll show you what he meant. Go back to Genesis chapter 8 quickly, verse 5. Genesis 11, verse 5. Quickly. Quickly. Sorry. <laughs> Alright. Now, now go to verse, verse 4. Verse 4. Okay. He said, let's go and build us a city and a tower. Now this is actually 
an antecedent to Mount Zion. We have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. But they said, we will build ourselves our own city. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous, so it means that, now remember in the previous verse, he said we shall be, uh -huh, and make us a name. So the name is their tower, the city is their standard. It's the same in the reference of Israel when they were helping Pharaoh build Pithom and Ramses. Now, Pithom and Ramses actually have what they mean. Pithom is to thunder a standard. Ramses is integer. What it meant was this. They were building pillars and what they call it? Pyramids. To thunder the standard of Egypt. And the word integer means to be whole. That they are whole and independent of any assistance. And do you know the shocking thing about that? God's children were helping build that. Today, God's children are helping Satan build his system. As it was in the day of the Bible. Israel, the people of God, were helping build the standard of it. Today, every nation wants to thunder a standard. America wants to thunder a standard. So over $3.7 trillion into their defense. So in they have stealth planes, they have whatever planes, just to prove to you that they are independent, they have a standard, you cannot fight them. If you watch most American movies, it's all about how America was able to defeat other countries. They were thundering a standard. It's an agenda. It's not a movie where what you say, nice angel has fallen. Amen. So even with the market systems, everything you see operating is based on speculation. Why someone's stock will go high is because someone says something nice about it. So most of the products you like so much, because someone endorsed it, that is repeatable. Like this is a very good product. And there's no one who gets to sell a skincare product with bad skin. <laughs> so everybody already has a nice skin already. And that's why they choose you to sell. So you are not chosen because the product went on you. You already had a nice skin. So lax, luxury for your skin. The person already had nice skin. So you are, when you see the picture, oh, I'll have the same skin. That's what you buy. I understand. So there's a way the systems of the world operate. And he, Nimrod, realized that he's going to do something. Now we are going to move from human government to satanic government. Now, this man is the founder of a certain bad thing that entered the world. He was the owner and the founder of Babel. Babel, where Babylon was born from. This is the ancient, and the, sorry, the, the onset of Babylon. Let's build a tower. And do you know what he said? We will build a tower whose top shall reach to the heavens. Now, people think he built a tower which entered the sky. He said, whose top? Whose top meant that the the, the, the surface part. Now, if you check all the pyramids, the pyramids are never pointed. The ziggurat is not pointed. The ziggurat is the one in South Southern America. Mexico, yeah. Amazon, they also have pyramids. But yes, it's flat at the top. The pyramids of Egypt also have flats at the top. In fact, there's a big hole in the center. And it was built for the light of whatever deity to enter and pull the spirit of the, of the Pharaoh out. So when they were building the top to heaven, it was not building a pointed heaven that would enter into the sky. No. He was saying that we are building a, a, a city and a tower whose top connects to the deities. So on top of the tower of Babel was the ziggurat and the signs of the zodiac and the conjuring of spirits to meet the earth. That's what he was doing. This is the onset 
where these demons descend. And some of the demons, let me show you a secret. Do you know how them how man knew how to make a sword? Angels. If you understand this thing, you understand. Governments have soldiers and a military. They have a taxation system. They have a worship mode. All those things. It wasn't the Holy Ghost who taught us. Satan brought it before time to a deranged and perverse generation so that without he even teaching us anything, that one mother, one father he taught will corrupt it because they ourselves are already corrupted. So there's makeup in heaven. Yes, they taught, they taught men to do makeup. I'm telling you. Beautification. A lot of things. A lot of things they taught. A lot of things. Scientific discovery. Magic health concoction. How to mix a certain thing to get a certain... All those things they taught them. But it was in the wrong state. It was taught to wrong people who used it for evil. For their own defense. I know that there's a teaching that says that, you know, makeup is bad, setting clothes are from hell. Satan is not a manufacturer, he's a thief. He's not a creator, so anything Satan is using, he stole it. Get it right. He didn't create anything from cars to houses to watches, it was stolen. Are you here? He's a creature, not a creator. He steals. He kills and he destroys. So Satan has not created anything. He perverts the use of the thing. Please are you here? You must understand this thing. Very key. Very. So government is not bad, but it's been perverted because of this satanic system. Now, okay. Okay, go to verse 3 quickly. So I'm the answer how should I handle this thing? Because I knew the volume of the things I have to say. But as well. Amen? Amen. And he said, let us one to another. Go. Let us make break. Now, this is the system of Babylon. Say, let us make break. Now, man, when he was made before Adam's creation, Bible said in Genesis 2, verse 6, now there was no rain because there was no man. So rain started because man came. But prior to man's coming, there was no rain. So God caused a mist to leave the, the earth. That's what we call the subterranean waters. It's called ionized water. If you're a scientist, you know what I'm talking about. If you put a fish in a water called ionized water, the fish goes four, five times larger than the normal size. It's called subterranean waters. This is what actually also caused the problem in man's age and lifespan. Prior to the flood, Bible says the earth had one temperature. And it had, it, if you've read in geography, Gondwanala, every part of the earth was one piece of land. Now, in the same Genesis 10, the Bible mentions a certain man called Peleg. He said, in the days of Peleg, God created nations. So, this is where the theory of nations come from. God separated the earth into nations. And, yeah, so he, he, he cut it. So, if you, if you lift, you know, uh, uh, what you call the Americas and put it in the womb of Africa, it fits. If you put Madagascar to the side, you put uh, Australia to the side, you put Europe into the peninsula, uh -huh. you fix, you fix, when you fix it, it becomes one big mass of land. But it was separated and there were different temperatures now. Follow me well. And this also created the exuding of certain poisonous gases. When the earth opened and began to issue out waters, certain gases also came on the face of the earth and reduced man's lifespan further from the days of Noah. So remember, he was 900 plus after Noah, 100, 200, 150. And gases were reducing our lifespan from the earth. 
So there are certain gases that are in the system, the composition, that's reduced. That's why you can't breathe in mass. The gases were released. Amen. 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 But this is what I want to show you. They said, let us go and make break. Why? When Adam was about to be created, he says in Genesis, go, go to Genesis 2.6. He said in Genesis 2.6 that he caused a mist to water the ground. And he made man out of the clay. Man is clay. But brick is bent clay. Adama is red clay. Adam, red clay. But brick is bent clay. Now he's saying this. Clay is not loamy soil. It's not sandy soil. So it is and has what it can grow. It has a little aeration, a little bit porosity. So there's a little bit life in clay. But Nimrod is saying, let us burn the life out of clay. This is the system of Babylon. And use it to build something. So every job you go to that has the system of Babylon is burning the little life to build the other one. That's why today work can drain life out of you. Because it's the system of Babylon that's in the system. You have no idea. You can go to work and tell you, don't read the Bible here. No, and you'll be there for six hours, eight hours, ten hours non-stop. You close late. And you are traveling everywhere. You have little time for church. It says, let us burn the brick. So you become hardened. Life can't grow in brick. Life grows in clay. But the little life in clay, it burns the little water. So it's become hard. You know the shocking thing? He said they glazed it with slime and mortar. They shined it. Now this is it. The ziggurat is actually a multicolored pyramid. So after glazing it, some of the portraits we admire, they paint it with colors. This is the antithesis of Zion. Zion is founded on the foundation of precious stones. Babel is founded on the foundation of bricked, painted stones. Because it's a mockery to God. Babylon is the antithesis of Zion. They have come to Mount Zion. The city of the living God. To a company of innumerable angels. <laughs> I love that scripture so much. We have come. We are not now coming. We have come. We are there. But sometimes Satan tries to bring Babel into our life. He is burning brick to build his system. What he's trying to tell you is this that Satan can't get you till he has bent the little life in you. Satan can't get you till he bends your devotion. He will frustrate you with bad situations and disappointments. You know the life is getting bent. You are becoming brick. And brick. It's a, you see, brick is not stone. It is derived from clay. Yet, what God creates is stone, not brick. <coughs> Mount Zion is made of stones and precious stones. But this brick is makeshift stones because they are no stones. They are clay that have been bent to be hardened. Why did he say in 1 Peter 2 verse 5? He said, ye all are living stones. Built up. So, go to 2 Peter. Sorry, 1 Peter 2. That's why. Ye all are living stones which are built up into the tabernacle of God, a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer spiritual life. So, the same thing that happened at Babel, they were burnt bricks being built into a tower and a city, and they were going to offer spiritual sacrifices to demons. This is the antithesis. This is where the kingdom shifted and Satan took over. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Adam is a called race. The, the created race. Abraham is a called race. After this, in every dispensation, God raises mighty, great men. It happened in the days of Jesus. They saw the Messiah and they saw his star. It happened in the days of Moses. It also happened in the days of Abraham. A prophecy came that a certain man was coming. The magicians and astrologers saw it that there was someone come to destroy Nimrod and his kingdom. So in Genesis 12, God spoke to a certain man. He said, Abraham, rise up. Get out of this country. From your kindred and go to a nation I, the Lord, shall show you. Right after the story of Nimrod. Because he was around, the, around this time, they were killing babies. Because they had heard a savior was coming to deliver them. They were, a savior was coming to deliver them from what they were going through, their oppression. But God decided to free them by scattering their language. He gave them diverse languages so they would be freed. God will not understand themselves again. So what we think God was afraid of, it was not a fear, it was actually deliverance. Because I told you Nimrod was hunting men and forcing them to learn one language. And the word speech is actually culture of oppression. Doctors have one speech because they all have the same approach to a situation. Lawyers have one speech. Speech is not talk. That's why he said they were of one language and one speech. So the fact that we say they speak the same dialect does not mean we are of one speech. Speech is a system of colonization that is aroused anytime we meet a circumstance. It means if I'm a child of God, my speech is faith. When I see insurmountable circumstances, every one of us who is a child of God has one speech, faith. Faith. So speech is more than just talking. It is an approach to life situation. That's speech. That's why they were not just of one language, but they were of one speech also. May the church become of one language. Amen. And of one speech. Let us all approach life circumstances with love, faith, and glory. Let us all have one speech and say, I'll pray about it. And go like, what has this generation come to? Everybody you talk to, I'm praying about it. They're like, Why? what is going on? One speech. Nothing can entice us but that which the Lord has said. If he has not said it, we are not enticed. Our enticement is what God is saying. I have something I always say. May you be ambitious in God's vision for your life. Amen. Don't be ambitious, Aja. Anything you are ambitious for. Amen. Only be ambitious in the vision God has given you. That's why you are committed to stretch your ambition. Amen. God has said you'll be a mighty teacher of the word. Stretch your ambition. Amen. God has said you'll be a mighty healer. Stretch your ambition. Amen. God has said you'll own conglomerate company. Stretch your ambition. Amen. Because that is what God has given you. You are permitted to be ambitious there. Amen. Otherwise, you'll be ambitious, Aja, wasting time, energy, and frustration. Mm. Come, let us break break and build. This is where the governments have founded their system. It is called the system of Babylon. At this system, do you know Nimrod? Nimrod's mother was called Semiswamis. She invented the cross. She invented the cross. She used it to kill her enemies. It's called the cross simplex. It was just one pope, and she would tie you and nail you on one stick. When the Romans came, they perfected the order of the cross. And they invented the cross Sabusa and the cross Emisa. Jesus died on the cross Emisa, the inserted cross. So the pole is waiting, but they carve a piece in the platybulum and they put it at his back. And when he gets there, they hang him on it, on the tree. But she invented the simplex that the Romans did. You know why? Because Babel moved to Babylon. And in the days of Babylon, Alexander, when he had conquered the Babylonian Empire, took the system, it was called the Pontifex Maximus. And when, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope, okay. So the Pontifex Maximus, it was in government, but some popes, Pope Gregory, 
went to collect it and entered it and started calling popes pontiff. That is why, if you be very honest, in the 70s and 60s, most Orthodox churches had lodges. It was a normal thing. In Ghana, most of our churches, the Methodist church, all of them had order of the star, order of the Freemasons. It was part of the church. It was like a brother, we wear white socks. Like it was a glorified thing. Because there was a pontifex that had, and that's where the Freemasons thing started from. That's why if you check the Illuminati symbol, it is an eye on top of a pyramid. It came from the ziggurat. It's a very serious system. And it entered, it has woven itself in church, in government, in a lot of things. So now, if you are not a radical flowing against current, you'll be carried away with the current. And you'll be wondering, is this Christianity? Why am I not seeing glory because of Babel? No wonder when God is judging Babylon, the harlot. He said she was standing in the sea, sitting on a leopard with ten heads, and each head had a crown. Because she has done great merchandise with the nations of the earth. That's Babylon. He will judge her. There's coming a day he will judge her. Some two said, Why do the nations rage? Why are they angry? Why do they hate him? Why are they rise up? Because they have lifted up themselves against the kingdoms of our God and the power of his Christ. But I like what Revelation 12 also said. He said, now is the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. So whilst they are raging, there is coming a day where God will say, now is the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. The prophet said, the power of his anointed. We are going to see it. Amen. But it starts with us. He always needs remnant. Except the Lord left for us a remnant. Would have been like Sodoma and Gomorrah. But God has left a remnant. There are people who have not bowed to bear. There are people who have not eaten the corrupted meal of Babylon. There are people who have not bowed down to the hidden image of Babylon. And they are walking with God. And they are following God. And God is looking for remnants. But he will not do anything without remnants. He needs to do something with remnants. May you be qualified as a remnant today. May you be a remnant for what God is about to do. We will stand. May we be young men with ancient anointings. Mantles of the ancients. Capacities of the heavens. When you talk, you are like you are a young ancient. You, you speak from a realm. And everybody goes like, ah, how does he know these things? And I remember Elihu who advised his brothers. He said, great men are not always wise. But there is a spirit in man. And it is the inspiration of the almighty that gives understanding. Daniel at a young age went to God. And when he spoke to God, Bible said he came to Nebuchadnezzar and said, oh king, this is the dream you dreamt. He narrated everything. And when Belteshazzar arose, and the wife of Nebuchadnezzar was not happy with Daniel because they had made their father a beast and an animal in the forest who had gone there seven years, seven months, seven weeks, seven days, and seven hours. He had turned to an animal. And Nebuchadnezzar had deteriorated and just gone off. So the mother of Belteshazzar was angry with Daniel. But when the handwriting wrote upon the world, many, many tekel who fasten, you have been measured, you have been weighed, and you have been found wanting. He said, there is one man in all of this land who has the spirits of the God in him. I don't like him, but we need him. That is when a man comes with his own system. Yes. They don't like you, but they will call you. Amen. You are not in their party, but they will request yes. for you. Amen. They don't want to give you the contract, but somewhere, somehow, they will say, ah, what can we do? You are the only one we can give you the contract because you carry the spirit of the excellent one. Yes. He said, was found in Daniel, an excellent spirit. He cared less. Yes. He cared 
said, less. Nebuchadnezzar, he ruled. Darius, he was in charge. Cyrus, he was in charge. Belteshazzar, four different kings. Into the point where when Cyrus and the Medes came, they left him to go because he had operated in all governments. And they said, this guy is a different man. He conquered the lions then, not because God wanted to punish him. You know why? When you enter Babylon, the entrance of Babylon has 120 lions carved in the wall. Their goddess is called Ishtar. That's when Christians have replaced Passover with Easter. The sign of Ishtar is a lion. So when they put him in the lions there, they wanted Ishtar to eat him. So when Ishtar didn't eat him, that's why the king said, let everyone worship God, Daniel's God. Because our gods couldn't finish him. And there's a God he carries. Everybody should worship him. Jesus was not also sacrificed for fun. He was sacrificed to Apollo, the sun god. So the way the cross was designed, it was designed to face the sun. That's why when the sun, the sun shut down at 12 noon, they said it surely must be God's sun. Why? Because it is at 12 that the sun is the highest. And the strength of our God is heated up. But there's one man who hung there and told the sun that you are no God. I am your boss. I shut you down. So all of a sudden, the soldier said, this surely must be the son of God because he differed. Do you know when he was dying? His tomb entrance is a square. But do you know the stone they put on it was a circle? And the circle implied the sun. And they put at the edge of the circle the seal. It was the Sigem Solia, which means the sign and the signal, the, the symbol of the sun. So he was being sacrificed to the sun. That is why when he was resurrected, he waited till dawn mm. and resurrected on a Sunday. Now is the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. He said, I will choose that your day you worship your son. So I will show you that I am the son of righteousness. And I have healing. It's time to know where you have come from. Yes. But you must also know that this system is corrupted. It's called the wisdom of this world. The Bible said God's foolishness is wiser than the wisdom of men. It looks foolish, but ladies and gentlemen, if you are in this kingdom, you must know that that foolishness is wisdom. Yes. It's wisdom. Weakness is wisdom. Sometimes to be beaten is wisdom. But sometimes, you see, when you, when you deal with things on the normal, it doesn't look like wisdom. But sometimes to win is to lose. <laughs> sometimes to win is to lose sometimes to live is to die <laughs> they said always bearing about in our body the dying of our Lord Jesus Christ so that the life which is in Christ Jesus shall be made manifest in my mortal flesh what is it then? I die daily I protest at your rejoicing if you say the dead do not rise not again because if after the manner of beast I fought men at Ephesus what advantage it had me if the dead rise not again he said, Thou thou fool. That which thou sowest, is it not that which thou quickness? Before his lips, he said, You sow a corn of grain for adventure that it might be wheat, but God giveth the body. Because there's one body of the sun, one body of the moon, one body of the stars. One star differs from another star in glory. He said, There are celestial bodies, there are bodies terrestrial, there are bodies of the fish, the bodies of the bear. Every star different from another star in glory. So is the resurrection of our body. It is sown in weakness, but it is raised in glory. You have no idea. So your outward man is perishing, but something is happening to your insides. Came a dire, dire, dire. I came to show you a better way. There's a kingdom of our God. And all kingdoms shall line up. Isaiah 2 said, he said, in that day, the mountain of the Lord shall be upon all other mountains. There's coming a day for the mountain of Jehovah. And listen, then start positioning yourself. Because we are kings. 
We are rulers. Yes. We are the despotists and we are the dynasties. Yes. Kings reign, lords rule. <laughs> so I'm not here to just tell you about kings and rulers. I'm here to tell you about the king of kings and the lord of the lords. You are a king in his kingdom and you are a lord in his kingdom. <laughs> we have come to this place. And when we rule, there is a nation that we have not seen, but there is a nation he has given us. Come on, Don't mistake this season for anything. It's more spiritual than you have ever known. Yes. Yes. This is actually what we call in Bible terms the economy of God. Paul said, I wish you to know what is the dispensation of this gospel to you all by us. The word dispensation there is the word oikonomia. Oikonomia is from two words. Oikos nomos, house law. When you emphasize oikonomia, it's this economy. I wish you to know of the economy of God that has been given to us. You are a steward in God's economy. God has an economical system. Oh, we'll get into it. Do you know God's translation is tight? God's healthcare policy is divine healing. Oh, then we'll go there. Every kingdom has its balance. God has taxation. God's tax is 10%. The day you see that this is God's tax, it's not a problem again. Because you pay tax to healing men. Sometimes you don't even know where the tax goes to. But Bible says if you give tax to God, the heavens are open. Unfortunately, we have not talked tight well. So people are frustrated. Yes, people have used it too. Don't worry. If there's a fake dollar, there's a true dollar. Alright. Yeah. Amen. 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 In any case, don't be concerned about false teachers, false pastors. Be concerned about false brethren too. Paul said there are false brethren amongst us. Yes. Yes. So as you are calling someone a false teacher, to ask yourself, am I a false brethren? That one too is part of the subject. <laughs> don't be concerned about false prophets. There are also false pastors and false brothers too. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, he has called us onto a better place. Yeah. We have entered the glorious kingdom of our marvelous Christ. And do you know the shocking thing? When he called Abraham, he decided to give him a kingdom. God had been looking for someone who would carry his assignment. He gave a foreshadow in the days of Noah. When you entered the ark of Noah, there was perfect harmony as in the days that is to come. The lion was in his cubicle drinking milk. Oh no, in the days of Noah, they were not eating animals. No, 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 no. They, yeah, they had to eat vegetarian diet. Because that is the only... He's not going to... The Bible says every animal came in two by two. So he didn't have like sheep, 10,000. Yeah. The sheep two were two. So if I give, feed you one sheep, then you start eating everybody in there. No, no, that's good to be left with lions. So obviously they were all eating one diet. <laughs> to keep them cool. To keep them two by two. And there was perfect harmony in this miraculous situation of different animals and creatures and there was no imbalance total dominion by Noah hey. a lion does not know that he has to eat grass but Noah reminds him that you were once an herbivore yeah. Isaiah 11 said the lion shall lie with the lamb and they shall all eat grass oh there's coming a day lions will be heavy boys again <laughs> he said even a child shall put his hand in an other's den and the other will not bite him. He said, that age, a child will die at hundred. Yea, a sinner, even at hundred. Isaiah 65. We'll get into that. There's a glorious realm. He said, there's a season coming. The plowman man shall overtake the reaper. You have planted your field and you are doing harvest. He said, I who started plowing my field. By the time I finish plowing my field, I have my harvest more than you who started reaping. He said, the plowman man shall overtake the reaper. It's coming a day like that. He said, the sinners 
but the few shall be likened to the corn of the field. Corn, corn will grow like cedar of Lebanon. Take branches and he said there shall not be hunger in that day. There is a kingdom coming. And I want you to be conscious of this so that you can know how to rule and reign in this world. Because if by the offense of one man, death had the reign, the despondency to cause confusion, how much more? We who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, we shall reign in this life through one man, Jesus Christ. Romans 5.17 Reigning is a portion. Yes. Reigning is a portion. Amen. I said reigning is a portion. Amen. I said reigning is a portion. Amen. You must get ready for what is coming. Reigning is a portion. Amen. And God is preparing us. Yes. This is the old car portion. <laughs> he has started a work. He started a work. Yes. And I know that our lives will never be the same again. Amen. Until your miracle and your wealth has perspective. It can make you dissatisfied. You have no idea you asked to marry. When you married, you were dissatisfied. I asked someone when I was counseling her. She said, you can be more lonelier in a marriage than when you were single. Because there's nothing lonely that you are lying by someone who doesn't want to to you. It's not that person was not there. No, no one is there. That someone is there. It's not my view. It can be more terrifying than anything. Yeah. Until we understand this kingdom thing, a cow will mean nothing. If I were to take us farther and farther away from God, USA would mean that. To take us farther and farther away, but America has to have a purpose. A visa must mean something. $20 million must mean something. Not because I need it, because God needs it. He said the king has need of this donkey. He needs the upper room. So every property I get, the king needs it. Oh! It will change your, your scope of wealth. And the ease by which God will increase your wealth, not because He knows you are greedy, but because He knows you know it is for Him. You are just a literal custodian. It's like you can't be a Nigerian owning businesses in Ghana. You must register by a Ghanaian. Likewise, in China also, okay, I don't know that one, but I know in China, you have to be a citizen to be able to own a business. So if you want to own a business, you have to marry a Chinese. Yeah. So that she has the lease to the company. If she divorces you, you have lost your restaurant. <laughs> you yeah, you leave you. Everything is given to her. So every, because everything must remain in China. That's how the kingdom must be. We are just legal attorneys for God. Every car, every house, we are just holding this for God. Anytime God needs it, we are ready to give it to you. And that's how we begin to walk. We will never be frustrated by love. Yes. I know comedians who want to kill themselves. Robin Williams, make everybody laugh. In fact, it has been researched that 80% of comedians have suicidal thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Because they know how to make people laugh, but they know how to make the most of them. That's how prosperity and fame come. You can be rich, you can be a man of God, anointed, but you feel like dying. And nobody knows what you're going through until it is put in perspective. Then you are like Paul, most gladly, therefore. I rejoice in my tribulation. How can you rejoice in your reproaches? Because he is seen perspective. This is for Christ, not me. Not me. So for me to live is gain. So for me to live is Christ. For me to die is gain. He said, I've counted all things but done for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. So everything, everything.
every master's degree, if it hasn't got Christ to do with it, it is done. That's happened. That's when God will start moving in this generation and raise kings and rulers. So when I enter government, even if I'm there for four years, I am not there to please my party. I'm not there to please my kinsmen. I'm there for God. So in four years, if God says I'm done, I'm done. If I'm not voted, I'm not here to please any man. So after four years, if God wants me to come back, don't vote me again. I'll come back. Because God has a way of moving the king's heart like leaders. So people don't want to vote for you. But by the time you realize you are there again. Because you keep going to God's agenda. You keep going back. It's time. It's time to see it. It's time to see it. Hallelujah. Are you ready for this journey? Yes. There's much to say, but I feel that tonight this is sufficient unto the night. Let's meditate on this. There's more to the word of God than you are seeing. There's depth in God that you And there are dimensions to the work of God that you This is what we call God's governmental secrets. Not everybody preaches it. Because it's very complex. But it's time. Because wisdom is coming to us. He said, I speak not of the wisdom of this world, which the princes of this world had. Because had they known, they would not have crucified. There's a wisdom of witches, wisdom of demons. It is called demonic wisdom. I said, there's a higher wisdom. It's higher. It's higher. It's higher than the wisdom of this world. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we stand to our feet? Just wait for us. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I believe it's going to impact your walk with our Lord Jesus. Peace.